Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's up, this is Chase Young. What's up, this is Terry McLaurin. This is Carson Wentz, and you're listening to Washington Football Talk Podcast. A wild week for Commanders. Obviously, the biggest hopes and dreams that most people have is that Dan Snyder's going to sell the team. We've talked about that a lot. We'll touch on it still. It's absolutely the biggest story. But they got a game Sunday at 1 o'clock. we got to cover it. Here come the Vikings. Here comes Kirk. Here comes KOC. Let's go. What up, everybody? It's J.P. Finley. It's the Washington Football Talk podcast brought to you by Oarsman Automotive of Virginia. You can ride with them just like we do. My guy Bob Biaggi's posting pictures of the Corvettes. We're going to sit in for the parade when Dan Snyder sells his team. Be pretty damn epic. Be slugging Bud Lights. I want to throw beers into the crowd so bad, and I want to set up. If it's my preferred route, going down East Capitol from the Capitol Building to RFK, right in front of McNally's house, which I think is like East Capitol and Seventeenth Street. He said, "I want to set up." I don't know that we can get to the world because. The world's a big place, but I want to set up like the biggest group shotgun in history. Like as many (laughs) people want to come to that corner, we're all going to shotgun beers at one time. So that's my dream. That's my vision. Um, I'm borrowing a phrase from Terry. I'm I'm, I'm just a boy from Bethesda, but we'll see what happens. Um, I'm here with the boys, as always, Mitch and Pete. How are we doing, guys? I want to do quick Dan and then talk football. How's that? Okay. Great. If we're if we're setting up to, to shotgun beers, I am one million percent. You can be the official keymaster. Yeah, there we go. I'll, I'll shotgun half of it and pour out the rest like I always do, but I'll still have fun. It's a great idea. Yeah. Um. So there's not much Dan news. I, I want to allow us all to revisit our earlier estimates. I think Pete and I were both at eighty twenty that he's selling the whole damn thing. Uh, Mitch was much more measured. Um. If anything, I would just go up to like. Hell, I'll go to 99 and one, and I, I'll keep one chip because you never know with Dan. It's like Mitch's one chip on Trey Turner retiring, which was a juicy investment. Um, I'm 99 and one. This thing is done, man. Everybody I talk to, like, you never know if there's some crazy thing out there, but I think this thing is done. I'll join you at 99 to one. See you later, Daniel Snyder. <laughs> I mean, it's certainly you it's were 50 50, Mitch, right? It was at 50-50. First of all, be sure to sell Pete that one chip at a, at a perfect timing because that's what I was able to do with the Trey Turner retirement. You offloaded it. Cash in my investment. I'm, I'm up, but I'm up to 75-25. I, I think that there's I, – I, I, until it happens, I, I won't believe it. I, I think that's fair. Um, hell, maybe even smart or prudent. Um, the Bezos rumors – Here's my thing with Bezos. If he wants it, it's his. It's a done deal. Like, period. He's got more money than everyone else combined. Um, Is that just by giving Dan such a giant offer that Dan doesn't care about the Washington Post stuff and everything? It had to be a really big offer because I firmly believe Dan very much cares about all the Washington Post 
stuff. And hell, his lawyer's been saying a a heavily funded misinformation campaign. And like, I asked the lawyer, hey, dude, who do you think's funding it? And they won't say it, but I think we all know Elephant in the room who they think is funding it. It's the dude that owns Amazon and the Washington Post. Um, but I remember as a kid, let me be clear. If Bezos wants it, it's his. Like, there's enough lawyers in the world that will make enough money figuring out enough agreements to keep Thursday Night Football on Amazon and to let Bezos carve his way out. Like, they can make agreements, right? But I remember as a kid, before the Nats, Pete, you may not know this, but for a while, D.C. didn't have a baseball team. And we all rooted for the Orioles. Um, Dark ages. I mean, everything before you was the dark ages. So, but every couple of years, there'd be some team that needed a new stadium. So what would they do? They'd start flirting with the idea of moving to D.C. I mean, this happened throughout my childhood, right? And eventually, they just get their new stadium. So I always kind of have that frame of reference when it's like big sports business. And I can't help but if you are the league or whoever, and you're trying to drive up the purchase price, the initial bids, whatever it is of your object you're trying to sell, wouldn't you want to be connected with the richest man on the planet? Yeah. It's like when you're at the trade deadline, you're saying, oh, we, we just got a first and a third offer. Right. You guys better give us a first and a second. I didn't think about that, but that's pretty damn genius. There's I, also but, a lot of billionaire bravado out there where you need to have Bezos in the conversation as is, but every every able-bodied billionaire who can afford to buy this team is going to want their name associated with potentially buying the an NFL franchise as well. Totally. Totally. And, and, and I preface... And I say it again, like if Bezos wants it, it's his, like he can outbid the world, but like people magazine, TMZ, I believe like people magazine. And, and is that, is Jeff Bezos, Jay Z buying a football team? Like the ultimate people magazine clicker. I think it is. Um, Who knows, man. Hey, uh, two horses I would bet on are Harris and Bowl, but who knows? Your Jay-Z proclamation from years ago, if that comes true, it'd be the ultimate prognostication. Shout out to my boy, Jed. That, that he tipped me off on that many moons ago. Yep. Um, all right. Football. Um, <laughs> Chase Young has been practicing. I don't think he's playing. Mitch doesn't think he's playing. I don't want to speak for the big man. But Pete wants wiggle room. So have some wiggle room, Pedro. Yeah, by the time you listen to this, you'll probably have an answer one way or another. But I just go back to Ron's answer on Wednesday about Chase. I asked him if he'd play on Sunday, and he said, I think that's probably jumping the gun. And it seems like most people took that answer as jumping the gun, as in he's not going to play Sunday. Philly the next week looks like the better thing. I thought it was just Ron saying, that's jumping the gun and declaring that today. Let's see how he goes Thursday and Friday, and he might play Sunday. So, um, look, you, they've been this patient Perhaps rushing him from a Wednesday practice, Thursday, Friday practice to playing on Sunday would be a little too much for them. But the way he's looked and the way he's been enthusiastic about it and how Ron and Jack have these wry smiles talking about him, I'm just not ready to rule it out. And again, I'm probably wrong, but uh, just just something I've been thinking about. Yeah, I think we're probably in the uh, looking at Philly. Uh, I don't think he's going to get out there this weekend. I, I think that there's... I don't think there's any reason to rush him out there. And certainly if it's going to be wet and rainy, which it might be, I think there's a 50% chance of rain on, on Sunday. I certainly wouldn't want him out there in any sort of sloppy weather. 
I mean, I'm not as worried about the weather. Um, I just don't think he's playing. I think the plan was always to practice and then, like, they're talking about ramping him up and everything. Maybe he plays. I, I, I would put 99 chips that he doesn't play. All right. There will be an update right here if he is playing. If not, we'll move on to the rest of the show. Um, Kirk was Kirk. He was asked about coming back. He's like, ah, I love it there. Whatever. Like it was like the ultimate Kirk, right? Um, Kevin O'Connell was pretty similar. KOC's okay, got a little more personality. He kind of he kind of got mad at standing, which was kind of funny. Um, yep. not mad before anybody like tweets Ben. He wasn't actually mad. It was like a funny back and forth. Ben um, would get very shook if he got those tweets too. Oh God. There's Pretend I never said this to all the listeners. <laughs> Tell Ben I love him. Everybody tweet Ben Standing that I love him and go Barons. That's um, much better. So, but KOC, the thing that stood out most to me was him talking about McLaurin and like the scouting trip to Ohio State and just walking away with Gruden and saying, we got to get that guy. Um, I just thought that was a cool moment. Um, he spoke highly of Heineke, which was probably coach speak, but a little bit of truth to it. Um, feel free to add anything on the return of because it's not just O'Connell it's Wes Phillips Ben Kotwika like they got a bunch of old skin staffers on that Viking squad I like that somebody said that the commanders are wearing are wearing all black to try and trick Kirk into thinking it's a night game and play poorly (laughs) (laughs) yeah I don't have much to add I mean Kevin said that most of the regime if not all the regime who was here when he was here is gone but still I think it'd be fun for that group to go into that stadium and run up the score if possible so we'll have to keep an eye on how aggressive they are if it gets to that point. Mitch, you want to know a story? I love story time. How many how many visiting coaches calls have have we probably sat in on? I mean, they, they used to be weekly, right? They're much less. Yeah, frequent. we used to go every week for forever. I feel like I should be allowed to ask questions on a visiting coaches call, don't you think? Oh, are you not allowed to ask? Oh, oh, Pete and Paris. When I stood up and asked a question, were very offended. Pete, as in our very own Pete Haley. Yes. And Matt Paris. Go ahead and tweet him all you want, world. Whoa. I think you should tweet Pete. I don't know that that's okay. Let's tweet everybody. Your boy was hot yesterday. Wow. I got a phone call. Folks are getting a little territorial over there, huh? Sure what it seems like. I didn't know I wasn't allowed to ask questions in a press conference, Mitch. Oh, boy. Apparently there was a there was a line that I was unaware of, and I, I went out of turn at a speakerphone on a table. I think when 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 you were there covering the team, when the when the previous head coach is making a comeback to the organization, that might supersede the line. The matter has been addressed internally. Well, I mean, I'm addressing it here. <laughs> I have nothing um, more to add. That happened. Um, let's do picks. All right. Numbers. I set them up so we can be quick here. Taylor Heineke pass yards, 232 and a half. He's coming off of a game where he had 279, but a lot of that in the fourth quarter. Mitch, 232 and a half for Taylor. Go, go, go. Uh, I'm going to go under 232 and a half. I think that they're going to be able to run the ball on this Vikings defense. And thus, Taylor won't have to throw as much. I'm going to go over uh, our friend, Matthew Berry, who follows all three of us now officially, the the famous fantasy writer. 
noted that the Vikings are giving up about 300 passing yards in their last four. And I could see this being a situation where Taylor has to hustle to the finish line there to try and keep it close. So over for me. Matthew texted me. He was looking forward to the emergency pod on Snyder. About that? That's awesome. Isn't that cool? Uh, yep. I'm going over. I, I think I'm going the opposite way as I thought when we first saw this game on the schedule a long time ago. Interesting. Um, next up, they don't, of course, have any Gibson stuff. We can do Samuel. We can do McLaurin. We could do a made-up one. We're doing Kirk for the third one, I would assume. But uh, the second one here is a little more open. Terry. He's been – Terry's receiving yards are 67 and a half. Yep. Over. Okay. Over. Terry, 7.5. Make it a triple over. Beautiful. Kirk is 252 and a half. He's averaging 247 this year. His career average is 260, so it's been a little quieter. But for me, I'm going over. I think this is the best quarterback this team has faced in a month or so, and the secondary is going to be proven to be a little bit fake. Yeah, I'm going to go over as well. Um, I think the Vikings are going to have a tough, tough sledding running the ball. John Allen and Deron Payne have a huge uh, advantage over the the Vikings uh, guards and center combo who haven't been playing very well this year. So I think they're going to blow up a bunch of those runs before Dalvin Cook even gets moving. So Kirk's going to have to throw a bunch over 252 and a half. Um, 252 and a hook for old Kirky. Um, he's averaging like right there, 248. I, I'm looking at my computer to bring the zoom back up. And then I realized that my computer is zoomless and I'm doing this on my phone. Um, I'm gonna go under, I'm gonna go just under. He'll get to like 248 because Vegas is pretty damn good. Chips commanders plus three total 43 and a half. I'm putting all 100 of mine on Justin Jefferson over 87 and a half. He hasn't had fewer than 98 yards in his past four. And no matter where he lines up, he's going to have a mismatch against the commander's defensive back group. Um, I'm going to go under uh, Dalvin Cook, 77 and a half rushing yards. Like I said, I think the, the commander's D-line has a pretty, uh, pretty stout advantage, and they're going to force the, the Vikings into just tossing the ball all over the field. 100 chips on the over. I think the commanders are able to score. I think they keep this thing close. Um, but I think the Vikings will score a lot. I think the All Vikings right. are going to be pretty fired up on this thing. Lastly, the Benjamin bets. Look, the Vikings, they have one of the league's leading sack getters. They have one of the league's best receivers. They have a really good running back. He's got five yards to carry. They are first in field position, sixth in first downs. Tied for second in turnover margin. This is a very good team. I think it's a step up in weight class for the commanders. I don't think the commanders get blown out, but I think maybe it's one of those where the score is a bit more kind than the flow of the game. I'm going Vikings 27, commanders 20. Uh, I think this, I think the commanders are going to try and grind this thing uh, to a halt a little bit. I think they're going to keep it close. Um, ultimately, I don't think they have quite enough steam to, to get it done, but I think Heineke gives it a run in the fourth quarter again. Um, so I think the I'm going to take Vikings 26, Commanders 24. I like it. That sounds about right to me. Um, I got it. I needed to get to 44. So, I mean, I think Mitch has it, but I feel weird doing the same number. So I'll go 25. <laughs> 
21. JP, do you want to tease your interview with uh, the special teams player of the month? Hello, Tressway. Um, yeah, the only thing I'll say is we didn't – he hadn't been named special teams player of the month when I interviewed him, I don't think. Eddie? Uh, no, that was Thursday. Right. This interview was done on Wednesday. Regardless, yeah. it's so, a worthy guest. Right, right. But I didn't get to ask him about the honor. Sure. So, yeah. um, But, no, it's Tress, man. He's the best. He talked about – you know, Pete Scoop on the, the gang stuff, no lame stuff. And uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I always say it's always a pleasure, but I sincerely mean it when I'm talking to Tressway. Always a pleasure to get to chat with you. We talk a fair amount, but like an on-the-record, big-deal interview here. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you. Uh, Let's talk about your unit because you guys are on this three-game win streak now, and the punt team is a huge part of the success. You've won some games with uh, low scoring totals, and, yeah. and, you, and field position is a huge part of that. Yeah. How much are you enjoying yourself? Yeah, I think uh, I think the thing for me is the numbers numbers kind of take care of themselves individually. I I go out and I try and play ball. I go out and I just try and have some fun. Um, it is really awesome with our punt team. Like. Uh, I do a little bit of self-admiration when I know one really comes off. You know, I, I grew up in the Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire home run battle <laughs> sure. trying to break Roger Maris's record. So when Sammy would jack one, he would kind of do that hop. Well, if you watch, when I really get into one, I have a little Sosa hop, and then I immediately start watching my guys that are covering because those dudes are just nasty. So if I can rip off a good one and watch them hunt, I'm all for it, man. So it's kind of fun for me to watch this, and I don't – like, you've been here a while. You're, <laughs> you're the longest tenured – player on this team I don't know what we call you because you played <laughs> under a lot of names but you've got a whole new crew of these young yeah. special team gunners that are all in on this yes. I mean, you're wearing the hat yes give us the edited version of the hat and just yeah. the feel on the punt team yeah so Percy Butler one of the young guys you allude to um he when we drafted him I think it was actually the punter from his college uh that sent me something on Twitter and he's like hey man you're a lucky dude you got Percy coming your way then you know I've kind of learned how to I guess you could say mutual respect with Christian Holmes he is a Oklahoma State Cowboy but we we are both on the punt team together so we've kind of put aside our differences and let me add in this is a pair of rookies this is a fourth round rookie and a seventh round rookie yeah so these two dudes um there was one day at practice I Percy asked me which way we're punting the ball and I told him which way we were going alert flip this and that kind of gave me some knuckles I was like hey man are we good like I, I don't think that's a good thing he goes no man that's gang stuff no lame stuff I was like, oh, okay, cool. Now I understand I'm the oldest dude on the team. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so I go up to Jeremy Reeves. I'm like, Jeremy Reeves, or Jeremy Reeves, what's what's gang stuff, no lame stuff? And he just starts cracking up. And I'm, he goes, who told you? I go, Percy. He goes, man, punt team, it's our gang. We're about our stuff, no lame stuff, so let's roll. So I went and got these hats made. The font on the hat is called dripping. I mean, that's pretty baller, so. Yeah. <laughs> Sources have told me that the first batch of hats maybe got sent back. Yeah, they were just – I. They weren't dripping. They were dripping. They were not dripping. So, you know, I went back through, and then I found the dripping font. I'm like, yeah, that's it right there. And even Cheese, I got Cheese's endorsement. He's way up to date with the times. And so, like, he he made sure I was good. Yeah, Dude, it's so cool that you are able to 
kind of get along with players much yeah. younger than you, different backgrounds. Oklahoma State and Oklahoma yeah. guy, it's a major rivalry. What does it say when a punt team kind of comes together like this? Because you've had other punt teams yeah. that have been really good. Yeah. It's a, part of it's a, a huge compliment to you and your skills, but yeah. when you get a group like that, what is the feeling? Yeah, we had we had one game, we had one game against Philly. And and as a team, we did not we did not play near to the standard that we wanted to, but there was a few a few plays in that game that the punt team just just made a made an impact, like pinning them inside the 10, making big hits. And so whenever we when we felt that, it kind of started this like boiling point a little bit. And then man, whenever that turnover happened at Chicago and just that big moment of a game where we couldn't really get much going points-wise, our defense is just this gritty old school game and then we get that turnover and then we get another one against Green Bay and then we're pinning them inside the 20 in Indy it's just been this this build up point and man coach Nate Katzer he always says be that punt team that oh man we're punting that's not the time to go use the restroom that's not the time to go get another drink go get something to eat watch this punt team and then come back and get crazy for the defense and so it is fun being a part of that and we're just going to try and keep it going man. The the two muff punts in back to back weeks (laughs) to start this win streak and and you needed both those points and those are huge especially Chicago yeah how much of that is something you guys did how much of that is the universe yeah I wish so bad that I had something so baller to say like oh Mariano Rivera puts a little extra finger pressure for his cut fastball (laughs) like hey man I do something funky with my big toe and so it does something to the ball that's not it it is I'm trying to hang it up there and those gunners that we're talking about the rookies along with the other guys are just down there in the guy's face if you go back and you watch that first punt against Indianapolis I Obviously, I'm very biased towards our guys. That guy kind of double clutches the first punt in Indy. He knows those dudes are going to be right on top of him. We've already recovered a couple. Mayo, Reeves, all these dudes, Shaka Tony, they're smacking guys. So we just we just want that image, and you gotta you got to keep it up. You just got to keep rolling every week, man. Do you – You've made a Pro Bowl before. I yeah. think it was a probably a career highlight, yeah, yeah. as it should be. For sure, yeah. Do you keep a look at the numbers? Because the numbers look pretty good. Yeah, so my uh, in 2018, um, the year before my Pro Bowl year, I came home and I was just kind of kind of pissed off with the numbers that game. I think we had six punts against Dallas. I, I averaged like 38 or 39 yards. And I'm just, I'm home. I'm kind of moping around. We won the game, but I'm just kind of moping because I'm like, yeah, that just stinks. I didn't do much. And my wife looks at me and she goes, hey, why, why are you so bummed about the numbers? I was like, I don't know. It just doesn't look good. Like 38 yard average on six punts. She goes, did you play good? I go back and I look at like ESPN's ball lands or down at the six, down at the eight, down at the 12 and five of the six were inside the 20. And so I just, I couldn't do much on the numbers aspect, but I go, yeah, yeah, I had a good game. She goes, just, just have fun and play good and numbers will take care of themselves. For that reason, I do lot and do not look at the numbers until we vote for the Pro Bowl, and I just like seeing who I'm going to vote for and where I stacked up that year. I have no idea as of right now where I stand, and I just, dude, I just want to play good. Whatever, whatever the scenario calls for, it calls for a nice inside the twenty. It calls for flipping the field. It doesn't matter. I just want to play good, and I love our punt team, so I'll put my coins with them. All right, I won't tell you your numbers. I'll let you. Whatever's happening is working, so I I don't want to mess up the flow. A couple things kind of beyond your locker room. You know that there's only three players and five people overall that are still here from when Kirk was here? Can you name them all? (laughs) All right. The three players that have to be – ah, there's a tricky one in there. There is a tricky one. Yeah, K-Full, yeah. Kendall, Kendall, right? All right, Kendall, and it's got to be – it's got to be John Allen. Yep. Okay. And then Coach Ryan Kerrigan. 
Yes, that's there's yeah. a couple tricky ones. And then the other one, I man, it might have slipped through the cracks, but because he called me out in a good way in the team meeting today, uh, or uh, last week, Randy Jordan. I'm yeah. going, yep, Randy's been And yourself. And my, yes, yeah. I'm sorry, and myself. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so Kendall got traded That's right. in the Alex trade, which is wild. Yeah. Then he comes all the way back. Yeah. Uh, but clearly, I mean, it's not even the same team name as yeah. when Kirk played. Yeah. Like, so much has changed, yeah. and perhaps more has even changed. Yeah. But... What does it mean to you that you'll finally see Kirk back at FedEx? Yeah, we uh, we were both on the NFC team in the Pro Bowl together. And I, I think it's just going to be so cool having been his teammate for a number of years and, and knowing how freaking accurate that dude is. And when when people are open, I mean, that dude, he's not going to miss anybody. And so I, I am so excited to see the chess match of, as a quarterback, like when I went to Chicago, it was an emotional game for me because I got cut twice by Chicago. That's not even the same realm as an emotional game for a quarterback of somebody coming back. So I'm really excited and hoping that the fans are just so loud that he can't communicate that well and makes it even tougher. But, man, they are good, and, and I can't wait to see them go against our defense now you excited to wear the all blacks at home yeah dude i mean i am not known for swag but <laughs> even in the blacks i look dope so i'm i'm game for the all black um yeah. last one and, and i i don't like putting you in this spot but obviously a, a ton of kind of outside noise this week yeah. a, a statement from the team that they're exploring possible sale options yeah. via bank of america securities does that news filter into the locker room yeah so we we all hear about it man like it's when you, when you get to play for this team, you get to play for this franchise. And I just haven't been here as long as I have. I, I just know what the word franchise entails. I mean, dude, it, it's the DMV. It's the fans. It's the coaches. It's the, the Super Bowl champions that come and visit, like the, the alumni game, the, the homecoming that against Green Bay. There is so much that goes under that umbrella. And I just can't – I cannot tell you how incredible Coach Rivera is at those team meetings of – I really hope that you get to interview a bunch of guys on the team and they would say this is one of the tightest teams that they've ever been a part of. It's because in those team meetings and in our practice, coaches' ability to just get us to look to our left and look to our right, and it is us against the Vikings this week. And I know that that just sounds like, oh, that's just a good interview answer. But coach makes it feel that way. And so that that environment that we have with the fans on that final drive for Green Bay, if we can keep winning some freaking games and getting that to be our home environment – that's under our control. Like there's a lot of things that are out of our control. And so that it, it is, we obviously catch wind of everything and we hear, hear everything, but dude, we just want to win some freaking games and get everybody back into it. Thank you for the time. Thank you for the thoughtful answer to a difficult spot. Yeah, you got it. Dude. I want to set up. I don't know that we can get to the world because the world's a big place, but I want to set up like the biggest group shotgun in history. <laughs> 